Good morning, traders. Welcome to today's Outlier Live, where we cover the biggest headlines of the day, what the AI trading data has to say about it. Our top story of the day, you remember McDonald's dollar menu? Yeah, that's gone. That has now been replaced with what seems like an $18 menu, and I'm not joking. And credit card debt is smashing new records. Does that mean the American consumer is happy and can't wait to just rack up credit card debt and everything's just all hunky-dory? No, we know the truth. We cover that all the time. Tune in for that and more on today's Outlier Live. So you remember McDonald's had the dollar menu, right? You could just roll up to McDonald's any day of the week. You could get a drink. You could get a, a burger. You could probably get some fries or something with it. Three bucks total, right? Three bucks out the door. Move on with your day. I am not a McDonald's fan. In fact, I actively avoid McDonald's. Um, especially since that documentary supersized me. That was about the time where I cut it off. But a lot of people still look to McDonald's for their their food, right? Especially a lot of low-income families used to, I, I say used to, rely on McDonald's to be able to feed their family for cheap. That's not the case anymore. In fact, the McDonald's CEO was on their earnings call yesterday just talking about how the fast food chain is going to have to focus on affordability amid outrage over menu price hikes. And it's not just in New York City. It's not just in California. It's here in Texas, too. My parents got themselves a, a uh, what's it called? An adult Happy Meal one day. And uh, they just wanted to try it and whatever. And they were like, it was $14 for a Happy Meal, for an adult Happy Meal. $14, $14 for a crappy little burger, a crappy couple pieces of fries, and a Coke. That's it. $14. And so when I hear stories like that, I'm thinking I could go to Chili's and order like an actual meal for 14 bucks. I could go to a nice sit down. Well, not like a nice sit down restaurant, but a decent restaurant. And I can eat on 14 bucks. In fact, if uh, if you and your partner are both on the the uh, the uh, what's it called? Uh, Ozempic. If you and your partner are both on the Ozempic, you could probably share a nice meal for 14 bucks. And that's not even like the worst of it, right? Here, customers have blasted the fast food giant in recent months <clears throat> amid a spike in menu prices, including nearly $18 Big Mac combos. 18 bucks? Have you gotten a Big Mac? They're pathetic. I don't even know why they call them a Big Mac. Legitimately, explain to me how the, the same little slices of meat, which come on like the the cheeseburger that go in the kids meal how two of those an extra slice of bread counts as a big mac please explain that to me it doesn't make sense right and the fact that they want to charge 18 dollars for a big back combo it's not just ludicrous it's highway robbery but you know what else is highway robbery the fact that you haven't subscribed yet hit the subscribe button down below <laughs> But the CEO of McDonald's admitted Monday that the sales for fast food giant have dipped amid the increased menu prices and they have not gone, gone unnoticed by customers. It's not just McDonald's, right? I feel like every time we go somewhere, I look at the price and I'm like, it's how much? Uh, we went to, this is funny, we went to a uh, this festival of lights in Houston uh, a few weeks ago. And they're like, oh, would you like some drinks? You know, hot chocolate, a couple like alcohol drinks or whatever. And I was like, sure, that sounds great. Um, so we got one regular hot chocolate and two spiked hot chocolates. And the person was like, okay, that'll be $59. And I was like, 
Now I ordered three drinks. I only ordered three. And she was like, yeah, that's $59. And I'm like, wait a minute. One hot chocolate, two spiked hot chocolates, $59. She's like, yeah, that's the price. I'm like, wow. Okay. I was not ready for that. I bet a lot of people walking into McDonald's are having that exact same experience. $18 for Big Mac combo. Holy moly. The Chicago-based chain has taken heavy criticism over its Big Mac combo that's priced at nearly $18, among other menu hikes, and has promised to focus on affordability. I was talking to my son about McDonald's and telling him how, you know, at one point McDonald's actually was, uh, you know, someplace you could reliably go to to get a, a decent meal. But they started focusing on how cheap can they make that? How cheap can they sell it, right? If they're going to sell it for cheap, that means they have to make it for cheaper. And, you know, they, they, I don't know what the whole pink sludge plastic stuff is that they show on the internet. But I didn't need to see anything more than that to know that my decision to not eat McDonald's kind of made sense. I think you're going to see us. I think what you're going to see as you head into 2024 is probably more attention to what I would describe as affordability. That comes from the McDonald's CEO. Um, some global same store sales grew by 3.4% which is less than the 4.7% expected by Wall Street. In addition, some low-income customers have stopped patronizing the chain as inflation has caused prices to jump. Now, read into this. You're a smart person. You watch this show. Read into this. Same-store sales grew by 3.4%, which is less than 4.7% expected. Okay, hear me out. Read into this. If the sales were less than expected, Overall sales, like total dollars sold, less than expected. That means that even with inflation, they're selling less product. Prices are higher. They didn't achieve the goal that they wanted, which means that less product was bought. So this is very telling to me. If you, if you understand how the math works, they did not hit their goals, even with these $18 Big Macs, meaning that actual net unit sales should be way down, which is a huge, huge uh, hit for McDonald's, right? Eating at home has become more affordable in relation. I wouldn't say groceries are more affordable, but the battleground is certainly with that low-income customer. Last week, McDonald's uh, location in Connecticut was criticized after a customer charged $7 for an Egg McMuffin and $5.69 for a side of hash browns. Side of hash browns is basically like shredded paper fried together, right? There's nothing special about those shredded hash browns. $5.69. You could buy for $5.69, you could probably go to the grocery store, even with inflation, and buy maybe five pounds of hash browns. Maybe more. Oh, great. The page just reloaded. Uh, the Connecticut uh, that franchise in Connecticut was called out for charging $17.59 for Big Mac combo. Fast food prices in general could climb even higher as minimum wage hikes go into effect across the country. And in California, fast food workers earning $20 an hour starting on April 1st. And McDonald's and Chipotle have already said that prices are going to have to go up in response to that. So at what point do we actually say? McDonald's is worth going to. The food is crap. This is my opinion. The food is crap. The prices are awful, like outrageous. Who in their right mind is going to McDonald's anymore? I can't imagine anybody who is. And in fact, let's take a look at the what the AI trading data has to say about it. We actually got a sell signal on January 10th 
And it makes sense to me why we have a sell signal, because if prices are going up, units sold going down, I can't imagine that the stock price is going to be happy about this, right? But we do see signal returns as has 90.26% following these outlier AI trading signal returns. And if you want to get your hands on these signals, be sure to head to ovtlyrdeal.com so you can get access to outlier, lifetime access to outlier for one low, low price. Now that will be ending soon. So be sure you head over to ovtlyrdeal.com before it's gone. Now let's go see what the internet has to say about this, right? McDonald's CEO promises a return to affordability and a backlash over $18 Big Macs. Workers demanding $15 an hour are about to learn a thing or two about economics. Right? Meet Flippy, the world's first autonomous, autonomous robot kitchen assistant for quick service restaurants. Beep bop boop. I don't know how realistic this is, um, but I do think that it makes sense, right? To have robots flipping the stuff, robots making your drinks, robots doing all the stuff. Um, they even want you to go and put your order in on the kiosk so they don't have to pay a person to stand there at the counter. Um, how? How does it make sense for them to uh, be able to pay $15 an hour? <laughs> well, for the couple of employees, and that's all that's going to be needed. Maybe just somebody to clean the toilet and uh, clean the floors. And that may be it for the number of employees who are going to work there. Burgers are going to be made with recycled newspaper and hooves in order to get them cheaper. No, So no more $15 an hour burger flippers? Yeah, I can't imagine how that works. I haven't eaten McDonald's. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's a long time, but seriously, $6 hash browns, that's crazy. A real restaurant charges that, and you get a plate full. That is exactly my sentiment right there. That person gets a like. Card debt has smashed another record high at the end of 2023. This is the probably one of the most concerning things for me. I look at finance all day, every day. This is my wheelhouse. I love this kind of stuff. And seeing credit card debt hitting new all-time highs a couple months ago, uh, the administration wanted to tell you that that was a sign of a happy consumer. Credit card debt hitting all-time highs was a sign of uh, the economy being strong. The credit card debt hitting all-time highs was the sign that the American consumer, they're happy. They know that they can go out and they can spend money and they can pay it and it's going to be awesome. But those who are smart and those who watch this channel, we understand it is the exact opposite. In fact, credit cards hitting all-time highs is because people are just trying to maintain their lifestyle while inflations run rampant all over them. 
and they're having to rack up record credit card debt. In fact, they may be hitting credit card limits here in just a minute, right? If everybody maxes out their credit cards, there's nothing left. And if we look at savings rates, savings rates are at the lowest rate they've been in ages. And the amount that's in the money supply, the amount on deposit is hitting lows that we've not seen since before COVID. So all the stimulus dollars that you saw in COVID, all the savings that happened during COVID, that's all gone. It's gone because people are trying to keep up with their lifestyle, right? Americans are increasingly turning a credit card just to cover everyday expenses with record debt or with debt hitting new record high at the end of December. In the three-month period from October to December, total credit card debt surged at $1.13 trillion. And that was an increase of $50 billion, or 4.6%, in that quarter. That's the highest level on record since the Fed started keeping track in 2003. Credit cards and auto loan transitions to delinquencies are still rising above pre-pandemic levels. This signal increases financial stress, especially among younger voters and lower-income households. This is a huge problem, a giant problem for the financial industry. Credit card delinquencies continue to rise, moving to 8.5% in the fourth quarter, compared to 8.1% in the third quarter, and 5.87% a year ago. The increase was most pronounced between the ages of 30 and 39. Those who are trying to maintain their lifestyle, right? They built what they could, and now they're in their 30s just trying to stay where they are. Think about this, your financial institution. A year ago, you had 5% of your loans delinquent. That means $5 out of every 100 you've lent out, you're possibly not gonna be able to collect. And now that's up to 8.5%. As somebody who's worked in the financial industry, 8.5% is enormous, enormous. 8.5% delinquencies is scary. So, so scary. That could topple institutions. And it was nearly half that just a year ago. This maybe not is it's maybe not a flashing red signal. I think it is something that is indicative of a slight, slight weakening of a slight weakening in household balance sheets that's consistent with the slowdown of consumption as 2024 moves on. And a little bit of a retracement by consumers. No, I completely disagree. I think what we're seeing here, record highs, record delinquencies are just the beginning. I am very bearish on the economy right now. We need to see real deflation. We need to see real disinflation. And we need to see prices come back down. Because what we're seeing right now is unheard of. This has never happened before where um, inflation has gone up so much, the money supply, the amount on deposit has gone down so much, and prices continue high, continue to remain high. That is a recipe for a huge, huge problem. But you know it is not a problem? Hit that subscribe button down below. <laughs> now the American, there are likely several reasons to blame for the rise in delinquencies. Uh, New York Fed researchers said that could reflect the, re, uh, the resumption of student loan payments, absolutely, or they overextended themselves financially when they were receiving stimulus payments during the pandemic. You probably know people, you and I both do, who took on um, a new car payment during the pandemic when rates were low, but they were having to pay 
$10,000 over sticker price because of dealer markups. Now they're on the other side of that. They're so upside down on their car, they can't afford to pay their car. They can't afford the groceries. They can't afford the student loans. And now they're looking in the mirror saying, I don't know what we're going to do. So I guess we're just going to stop paying on the credit cards. If we, if we have to stop paying on something, I guess we'll stop on credit cards. It just... There's, there's a lot of problems out there right now. The rise in credit card usage and debts, particularly among, it's particularly concerning because interest rates are astronomically high. Uh, with the APR, average credit card APR is now at 20.72, which is above the previous record set in 1991. So credit card rates are at the highest levels they've ever been. Credit card balances at the highest levels they've ever been. Credit card delinquencies are at the highest levels they've been in ages decades potentially we got a huge huge problem out there and in fact if we take a look at inflation right cumulative inflation prices across everything have gone up 19 percent since 2020 and energy prices being the most volatile but if i'm if i'm telling you the truth right we just covered a story yesterday on uh the mcdonald's uh menu price hikes 18 dollars big macs that's gone up a whole lot more than 19%. So I think 19% is actually pretty conservative for the way that prices have gone up. But let's take a look at Capital One Finance. What's in your wallet? I actually have a Capital One credit card. And we got a buy signal just on February 1st. Um, so if you are one of those people thinking, hey, listen, credit card debt is all-time highs. Credit card rates are all-time highs. Maybe Capital One Finance may be doing pretty well if they can keep their delinquencies under control. And one thing that is looking pretty stout are these signal returns at 39.51%. Those are pretty outstanding. So be sure to head to ovtlyrdeal.com so you can get your hands on Outlier and get these signals like this every single day for one payment that'll last for the lifetime of Outlier. So be sure to head to ovtlyrdeal.com to get that today while it lasts because it will be going away soon. Now let's take a look at this, right? The average American household owes $10,000 in credit card debt, $58,000 in student loans, $241,000 in mortgage debt, and $22,000 in auto loans. I'm surprised auto loans aren't more than that. Uh, let's see. The economy is based on debt and extreme consumption. This U.S. economy certainly is. And that's exactly how the establishment wants you to live. This person says, modern slaves are not in chains. They are in debt. That's a pretty profound statement right there. And let's see, Itachi, hey. Um, oh, hang on here. After spending two years of learning from YouTube, I found my nowhere, found yourself nowhere. I'm thinking of restarting my journey. Can you suggest where to start? Uh, Itachi, I would definitely recommend checking out Outlier. Outlier is gonna give you those AI trading signals, just like we covered here on Capital One. They're gonna deliver those to you every single day. In fact, let's go over to the watch list real quick. If you look at the watch list every single day, it's going to have bullish opportunities and bearish opportunities. And you can even set your favorites like I have here. It does take a second to load and it does work on mobile. But if you're looking to get started, it's the easiest way, in my opinion. And in fact, one of the really cool things is if you set this as a favorite of yours, um, they'll email you the buys and email you the sells. So you don't actually have to go out and do anything. It'll just come straight to your email, right? So like here, for example, Itachi, we've got 27 on the bull list today and 16 on the bear list today. So, um, I mean, any one of these could be the right buy for you. 
And that's how I would get started. I would also head to outlierdeal.com, O-V-T-L-Y-R deal.com. Uh, we are running a deal over there right now where you can get lifetime access to Outlier for one really, really tiny price. Thank you all so much for tuning in to today's Outlier Live. Be sure to click one of these two videos. YouTube thinks you're going to love them. And I'll see you on the next episode.